Hello everyone, welcome once again to Marty Meanders with Sally and Sam and uh, we're doing our usual thing which we do, we, we talk offline about what we're going to talk about and then we end up talking about what we're going to talk about without recording it. <laughs> so uh, just to let you in there, we've now hit the record button and uh, today we are talking about tone of voice. So something that a lot of people, if you're not involved perhaps with branding, copywriting or, or marketing who are listening to this, um, it might be something you've at least heard of and you're aware of in other areas um, in terms of how you actually create a personality and uh, for your brand or or for, for your business, for, for, your, for yourself as well. You know, your tone of voice you may use on your own profile on, on say, LinkedIn or something like that. Yeah. Everyone has a tone of voice in their in their writing and their messaging and what they're trying to get across and how they're trying to get that message across to an audience. Um, and of course, it's a very important part um, of the, the marketing and branding toolkit to to, to get this right uh, at, yeah. at early doors and then to consistently utilize it and I suppose explore it and develop it over the long term, would, would you say, yeah. Sally? Oh, no, completely. I think it's incredibly important, but I think it's, it's very, one of the big mistakes people make is I think, my tone of voice, I must sort out my tone of voice. And people forget to do what you have to do with all marketing, and that's put your customer first. So you've got to make sure that your tone of voice is actually appropriate for your customer. And you might need multiple tones of voice. You might need a tone of voice for, just suppose you're producing chocolate, and you might want a tone of voice for mothers. You might want a tone of voice for kids. You might want a tone of voice for busy um, workers who just want to grab chocolate as they walk to work. So tone of voice has got to be appropriate for your marketplace. Mm. So it's all very well saying, I speak like this, but you might speak like this and it might really turn off your market. So you've got to absolutely put your customer first. That's interesting because, as you say, multiple tones of voice, because I do remember when I was working on a project at um, Pearson Education and it was all to do with maths uh, educational products. So there you were... You had a maths educational product which you needed to talk about and to promote to 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 the to the teachers at the same time that you're trying to trying to talk to the parents and then also for the children as well. So there were there were aspects of the the marketing or the way you explained and talked about this product um, with, with three sets of audiences. So yes, one thing that you're obviously the content you're going to be sharing is going to be different, but you had to be. I always remember there was this part where we were doing this piece and we had to really sort of work out exactly who was who and what we were doing and you were flitting between all of these and at the same time of course this was one product in one division of Pearson who also have their own sort of tone of voice overall so it can get confusing sometimes when you sort of got multiples but as you say but but the most important thing being who, who who's the audience that yeah. you are actually communicating with and this isn't rocket science because it's something we all do every day I don't speak to my dentist in the same kind of way as I might speak to my mates in the pub mm. you know yes no I wouldn't but um <laughs> some people say no you've got to be completely authentic with everybody well actually no you don't like kids do it kids learn to do it really really quickly because kids they don't speak to their mates in the same way as they speak to their friends to their parents I don't yeah. think well if they do that's extraordinary but they just don't so <laughs> we, we're all doing it. and tone of voice is so important and it can really it's it and to be honest it, it does sell the product just that's why, you know, that's why people care about the voices that you hear on advertising, on ads. And that's why that kind of when, when people are doing those film clips, there's always that deep, tony voice that talks about film clips. We know what we're expecting to hear to a certain extent. So and we're quite surprised when we don't hear it. 
Yes, exactly. That that's it, isn't it? And it, it's and I suppose well, we can explore sort of the different types of, of tone of voice in terms of you know written um, speech, how how you capture yeah. a kind of a, a template almost because you know you have a tone of voice and a personality of a brand, which is quite often administered by and promoted by a whole lot of different people. You know, so we can talk about it from a kind of a you know one one person band kind of perspective of well, I make soap or handbags. Foxworld Handbag Company have Absolutely. have a tone of voice which has been captured and, and and sort of templated somewhere so that when we get people to come in and help us with marketing campaigns or copywriting or web copy or whatever, they get the tone of voice, you know, without having to be explained. So there's almost like the, the templating and sharing of that as well, isn't there? Which is yeah, the, And that's hard. That yeah, bit is that, really hard. And that's the hard bit, isn't it, I think? Because I, I was really going to talk is. about how you find your tone of voice, but I mean, I suppose there's two. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should go into how you find your tone of voice from a yeah, marketing no, that's really interesting. and then the templating of it. Cause... Yeah, I mean, my, finding your tone of voice is really hard because are we talking about, is it the tone of the voice of the product? And then uh, each marketeer might have their own version, have their own take on that tone of voice? Or is ev- does everyone have to say the same things in the same way? Mm. And I don't think that's right, because I think one of the power of of what makes pieces of marketing intriguing, interesting, is the creativity of the marketeer on top of that tone of on top of the product's tone of voice. So I think finding just let's talk about um, Cotswold handbags tone of voice is um, probably going to be. Um, I was nearly gave it a gender there, but let's make it genderless because anyone can use a handbag. But it's going to be probably quite middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say middle to upper class, probably. Um, it's probably they're not cheap, so it's going to be quite serious. And um, I can see you, you all the listeners can't see this, but Sam's face is clearly not agreeing with me. Um <laughs> which is how it should be, because you have to discuss these things. And it's it's probably also um, uh, quite serious. I think they're quite serious handbags myself. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, well, I think you're right. I mean, I, I always, but not corporate. I, no, not corporate. I mean, whenever no. I hear, whenever we talk about it, it's funny because again, this is the thing, isn't it? With human mind, you, you get a vision. Well, I get a vision in my mind of of the shop. And I see it in somewhere like Borton on the Water. If people yep. know sort of Borton on the Water and, you know, typical chocolate box Cotswold place you know that's yes. the kind of place where we'd have our we'd have our showroom or yes. our Completely. main shop yes um and so you're walking along so that needs to it needs to be in keeping there it needs to be quite smart yes quite polished as you say it's it's yes. reasonably high-end isn't it um coherent and, and... very coherent we're not not stuttering we're not speaking in rap yeah so, exactly know. yeah and, and 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 it's got to sell it's got to sell some of that that personality of you know, um, aspirational living a little bit yes. as well, hasn't it, in a way? So, yes. which will not appeal massively to lots of people. Um, but it, but, but again, that's the whole point. It, yeah. It's differentiating itself to, to that's apply right. to people it is going after. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fi- finding that. And then, and then as you say, I mean, that it's almost that sort of template or that, I'm trying to think of a different analogy for it, that kind of, you know, you, you, you got that, um, the, the ethos. I mean, I've been, tuning into the cricket a lot recently with, with the ashes going on and 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 they were they were talking there was this little series they produced about um sports leadership and you know psychology of how you 
lead you know teams and and talking about the fact that, that there's a sort of a, a team ethos so you all these individual players within a team whatever sport it may be they will all interpret and express themselves in slightly different ways someone's more defensive someone's more attacking someone's more a loud mouth someone's very quiet um yeah. but they but if they share the same central kind of uh you know, ethos and, and and feel you know that there's a feel to it and you know is this us is this the brand is yeah. this is this the product and the brand yeah, absolutely is it within the stable almost if that makes sense yeah, um makes so you go that's it but then that's the thing as well though isn't it about as you say about just individuals and a company that grows starts off with a founder who says this is what Cotswold handbags is uh Cotswold bags is and and this is the tone of voice and it's very yeah. much difference from me and my background so you either then replicate that like sort of green fly on a on a rose or you <laughs> or you so it swarms and takes control or you sort of go it's this feel and it can evolve and it can adapt and change it's it's that you might thing. yeah and you might find that your tone of voice is affected by your audience because there's a really good example of this a Burberry who was his Burberry is very Cotswolds handbag so people would probably I, I think be wearing a Burberry Macintosh they would may well be hand, holding a Cotswolds handbag bag it's very they're probably similar However, Burberry had a real big shock because I've forgotten who it was, but there was a rap artist, a black American rap artist, who suddenly started wearing Burberry products. He was wearing Burberry coats, he was wearing Burberry scarves, and all of a sudden you're thinking, hang on a minute. And then all of his fans wanted to wear them as well. And so suddenly your tone of voice has now stopped being Borton on the Water and started being Bronx, New York. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you think, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, and, that, and then how do you how do you work with that? Because, I mean, there's an awful lot there, I suppose, about your, you know, brand in general, um, which is, um, uh, you know, thinking about well, how, how do you, you know, present yourself in every other way, but yeah. tone of voice being one of those, which, which is the key, the key thing. Um, it, it reminds me of an example, actually, of somebody on, on Twitter where they... I can't remember. This is so. You always think of these things, don't you? And you completely forget which wh where this was and what it was. So you come up with perfectly. Uh, it was them. Ah, oh, I can't remember who it was, but it was, it was something like. Um, so it was a Twitter account of a respectable. I say respectable. You know, very sort of conservative kind of. Um, you know, serious brand. Yeah. Um, and and then someone came along and 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 spoke in some you know, like a kind of kind of local lingo. And, and it was very, it was actually literally written like sort of the, hey, hey, how you doing? Oh, and, you know, wow. very, very sort of, um, I don't know, street, whatever you call it. I mean, I'm so unstreet, but like street, street kind <laughs> yeah. of um, interpretation of English. And then you think, well, they're going to come back with a very sort of straightforward reply. They didn't, they they mimicked um, oh, the language and, and came back and said, this is how it's going to go. And that stood out to people. And they went, oh, yeah. that's quite good fun that you've you've come back and you've, you know, you've actually you is... melded to your audience, you know. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But that you've got to be really careful with that because you've got to make sure that you remain authentically yourself, that the brand, that the tone of voice remains authentically itself. You can, I mean, you, you can, it would be like the Queen suddenly every time, when, every time she went to Scotland, she put on a fake Scottish accent or, you know, went to Cornwall and spoke in a Cornish accent. It would be, it can be that wrong. So you've got to make sure that, you know, the king always speaks like the king, regardless yeah. of where he is. And he carries his brand through 
doesn't just go, oh, I'm in Cornwall, better speak with, um, you know, I'm down here in Dorset, better do a funny Euro accent. Yeah, exactly. Well, because that's the thing, isn't it? And you were saying earlier on about the fact that, you know, children and, and all of us, we don't we don't speak in the same way with everyone who we speak with. There's going to be variances, yeah. but in, in the middle, in the centre of it all, of course, it's you and yeah. you know, there's, there's main patterns that you will follow. So I suppose that sort of tone of voice, once you've actually, you know, it's, it's all the good work, isn't it, about, you know, understanding what your brand is, what all its values yeah. are, um, and and your audiences again crucially just keep on going back again 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 to what is it the audience is is there to um, what do they need from the brand and and yep. why does it exist if you've answered all those questions and you start to get a feel for well this is how we would then talk this is the sort of personality of this brand isn't it overall um, you know it's perhaps it's very um, personable it, it, it's trying to yep. be it's trying to be very um, you know sort of open and honest and transparent with things and so the kind of things you would say and the way in which you would say them yep. will manifest that's what that's what someone can expect if they see something from you um and this is uh, important because this will have things like it's not just about how you write the copy this is going to be things like when you're doing emails are you going to personalize them all are you the type of person that says that, that opens your their emails with dear sam blah blah or are you just going to say hi? Or are you going to say watch your mate? That you know that kind of thing. So this person, it's it's going to feed through to what happens with part of your automated marketing as well. So that tone of voice is going to be part of how that how you write going to write your nurturing emails. Yes. You know, come on, you know, get a grip. You you must love it. Or are you going to say we're so fascinated that you started to look at our products, etc. So that tone of voice matters. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I mean, do you know what? I, th- I was just going to, when we were thinking about the whole thing of how to template it and then try to get a sense, I suppose I'm just thinking about this whole, how do you pass on the torch and you get new people joining a team to understand that as well and and get and get um, what, what, what it is a- across all of the different platforms. So perhaps you start using a new channel, as you say, perhaps it's like now we're suddenly, we are communicating with, with video, say, and you go, well, yeah. we've always written stuff and we've always had static images and we know we've had phone calls and emails with people, but we've mm-hmm. never had to actually express ourselves, you know, on a video. Literally, yeah, yeah. Really. And then suddenly, like, oh, well, what does that look like? What what would I be wearing? You know, because that's yes, part of, exactly. Do I wear a tie? Yeah, do I wear a tie? And do I do I sit there in a very sort of you know yes. rigid way and then you know talk about it? And you know, perhaps if you're employing a new videographer and a producer who comes on board and says, right, so I need to understand the tone of voice and what it is yep. you're, how you're trying to do this, they need to interpret that. But it's interesting because then you can probably at least say, you know, you can give this, the, the the kind of spiel about this is what the tone of voice is. This is the right, written stuff that we have about it. This is what we collectively understand about this as a team. But then you could say, well, it's definitely not that. It's quite interesting when you look at t- if someone's written something for you and or done a video for you or whatever. And it's like, oh, that just feels Eek. wrong. You know, That's which right. is useful, isn't it? Because then you know it's yeah, not yeah. that. Um, I mean, you, I, I mean, it might be something you could add to when you're doing your personas or your avatars of your audience. It might be something you could add to the bottom of that to say, okay, this brand, this this brand, um, it reads Dickens. It it um it really enjoys um I now can't think uh, um dra- costume drama. Um, it's very, very interested in visiting National Trust properties. <laughs> and this is what sets the tone of voice. This is, And this might make it easier for your for new people to come on board to actually recognise what this is going to sound like. I mean, these are cliches and huge broad brushstrokes, but they do actually work. I and mean, I know what this person looks like now. 
Yeah. I can imagine yeah. their sofa. I can imagine what they drink. They probably drink tea and eat crumpets. <laughs> it's, you know, it's all of those things that suddenly you're getting, is getting that tone of voice in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and that's the thing, as you say, about personas. And it, you know what? It goes to the nub of marketing, I think, overall, because... Yep. Um, so that's from Clarkson way, but it, it, it really <laughs> does because I think it is that it's it's the and this is you know the the artistry the 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 creative artistry stuff mm-hmm. which is the art of marketing that interpretation of uh, again that connection with all of all of the sort of scientific stuff you do to to get yeah. get to an audience and get a message to them but how are you making them feel what emotions are you trying to elicit exactly. and you get the emotional thing from a well written character in Dickens say you know if you, yeah you can read just a few lines. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel a certain way. You go, okay, oh, well, this is very, this is either very traditional, this yeah. is very kind of okay out there. Not, not really my generation feels a bit. Don't really know yeah. quite how they're talking about things. And but again, I'm I'm doing all of that based on all of these different comparators in my mind, aren't I? By going, that's an image of the brand. I see the brand in my mind as as that. You know, perhaps you can even use something like dogs and say, what sort of dog would it be? Yeah. Things like that, all those references, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. I mean, it's not easy because you might find that and for marketeers, it can be very difficult because sometimes you just don't suit the tone of voice of what you're marketing. I probably would find it extremely difficult to market um, rap brand. I'm a brand of, you know, I I would be way out of my depth. I mean, I probably could learn how to do it probably but i'd find it extremely difficult mm, mm. that's i mean that's the interesting thing because you do find sometimes where you you're working with somebody or you're seeing them or something and then you 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 go you go to a, a an office and and then you just see you see this the whole manifestation of the brand don't you yeah. in the office perhaps particularly if they've got quite a bit of money and they yeah. can make it in their own style rather than just hiring <laughs> flat space and yeah. then you just go yeah this works and then the people they think yes i can imagine these are the sort of people who would be working here and yeah, they they completely. they match the demographics they're going after for yep. example um yep. and, but then that's the thing isn't it if you can match yourself quite well with the kind of the kind of product the kind of area industry yep. that interests you then you're going to bring a lot more to that and and, and um, helping that tone of voice as well aren't you really yeah um, absolutely natural it's more natural yeah, completely natural i mean there's no reason you shouldn't sometimes break the tone of voice just occasionally i'm trying to oh i know um cadbury's did it occasionally because cadbury's is chocolate and it's all you know uh, the caramel bunny and all very lovely and then all of a sudden they had a gorilla playing the drums that was breaking the tone of voice and it worked brilliantly it was a brilliant advert whoever because it just said here's the tone of voice it's all gooey and nice we're going to do a gorilla playing the drums and that's that's going to absolutely shatter the tone of voice and everyone go oh wow what's, that's extraordinary what's that you said yeah well, that's the thing you sort of you've 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 managed to break through haven't you really in, in that way and, and that's so important these days as well to actually have something that does break through and yeah. it is it's when you change things isn't it that gives you that opportunity yeah. to actually stand out um right. to your own followers and people who know you perfectly well anyway and then but then you, you you follow on from that once you've got their attention back. And that's yeah. so hard these days with attention because that's potentially a pitfall for people if they do, when they're starting out, they're trying to establish themselves. Perhaps they are trying to be quite loud and shouty or or trying to copy other people a bit too much or to try and be a little bit contrary. And 
you, you, yep. you know, they, they, they sort of perhaps have a bit of a scattergun approach, which, of course, yep. as you we were saying offline about testing and seeing, well, yep. what what does actually work? Because, you know, you've got an idea in your mind about how you want this to work, how you want to establish a tone of voice. And then you've got, um, is, it, is it working? You know, what do people think of this? Do they actually respond to this or are we doing something a bit wrong as well? That's yeah. so important, isn't it? Get that yeah. right. I mean, I think I mean, I mean, testing it would be really interesting because you could do um, really interesting testing on, am I going to shout at you and say, buy this now? Or am I going to say, please, would you mind having a look at this? Mm. so because uh, those two tone of voices and you might find that you might you might test it and it'll tell you one hell of a lot about your audience because you yeah. might find it it might help you segment your audience because you probably have got one audience but they some of them might like being pushed into things shot cross and you know off you go do it now and some objected to it and then you might find that you can segment your audience and then completely speak to them differently mm. and find that you've got a much much more structured marketing behavior because they don't all want the same and you're getting yeah. and it might increase your sale yeah exactly and, and you know what? that that kind of makes me think as well about about the whole thing of who who owns it you know because you can own your sort of tone of voice of what you say and what you project to the world but these days increasingly the fact that once you unleash uh, your brand and your messaging out there then it's all of the stuff what are other people saying about it what are your customers yeah. saying to other people and to the world about about you and how are they and that's the fascinating thing seeing how they're reinterpreting and following you and you know perhaps resharing your content and how are they mm. talking about it that's is it true. in a similar way or a very different way um yeah monitor that as well can't you Which, um, so... i think it's difficult because is it do you have to have more than one tone of voice because what the same tone of voice might not work on all platforms so mm. the way you speak on um linkedin might not be appropriate for the kind of promotional videos you're doing on tiktok mm, yeah so you've got to be able to have two concurrent tones of voice yeah yeah that's the thing isn't it it's like i'm, try I'm trying to sort of i'm going to my brain sort of trying to nail the correct analogy here about <laughs> the whole sort of thing of it <laughs> of it being within a, a family or a stable so like yeah you know this is from this brand but it is different as well at the same time so it's a different strand yeah. of it so That's you've got right. that sort of um uh, not, not, not well it's not a much is it is it you've, you've got that kind of it, it it's very much a part of the same family but it is a different aspect of it and it's exactly yeah. the same i mean actually funnily enough i'm working with a client who i mean linkedin's like a, a predominant channel and things are done on LinkedIn in a certain way. And that's been very successful. But then if you are trying to talk on Twitter or Instagram, et cetera, and, and you're thinking, well, A, you know, A, should we be there? Okay, B, if we are yeah. there, we, we need to we need to speak more, more succinctly straight away. So it has to be yeah. shorter. It has to be snappier, punchier. The graphics perhaps need to be different. You know, we just need yep. to do things differently. And, and we will have a slightly different type of follower and audiences on there yep. um, as, as opposed to LinkedIn. But it's, yeah, as you say, it's then... Uh, not only are you trying to establish a tone of voice in the first place, then to sort of say, how do you perpetuate that? But then also, which which strands? I'm almost seeing like a kind of a family tree, you know, that you see in biology yeah. books about, you know, what part of the, you know, like uh, as part of the same family. It's because an entomologist friend of mine was talking to me last Friday about the difference between moths and butterflies. And, oh, it, I, I won't start going down that now because this goes on forever because he basically changed the whole concept of, well, what's a butterfly? If you were to see a, if you were to see a creature that exhibited these, you know, was at night time, what would it be? 
you say, well, it's a moth, obviously. And you go, well, no, because not all moths are out at nighttime. Actually, a lot of butterflies are out at the nighttime as well. And, you know, but it's like he said, but the convention is you see something, you have the triggers, you go, I know that's part of a family. And I don't know how I've ended up with butterflies and moths, but. Um... But no, that's interesting. <laughs> but it's, it's, I mean, it is, it can be quite hard because you might find that you do it you, you might find that you do start to drift into having completely different um marketing like you market differently on linkedin than you do on tiktok mm. and maybe that and to keep your your brand authenticity alive on both of them you can't have a brand that's suddenly a different shape on that suddenly it's got to be blue on on tiktok and pink on linkedin you so you've got to hang on to that brand authenticity while speak whilst letting it have a different tone of voice and that's really hard yeah yeah and that and that's the thing and you start i suppose when you get to that sort of territory as well if you then start to it, it, it's interesting because you can see it informs the external picture and informs the internal picture in terms of like well then teams develop don't they and then you say well okay yeah. now we've got to a certain point where this brand team will be here this brand team will be there but the person at the top of all that who's who's judging how we how we keep things together and what to what degree we need to what consistencies or yeah. lack of consistencies do we need that that's where the real the the, the sort of strategic marketing kind of uh, and branding comes Absolutely. in isn't it and, how, and, the, uh, and then the strategy is how tightly are you going to tie those apron strings can you loosen up and say actually the brand can become a bit bit more diverse to make it work on these two contacts maybe uh cadbury's chocolate it is purple but maybe it can be a slightly different color purple or it could have lots of other colors around it on tiktok whereas on linkedin it's just pure purple yeah how but how you do need to test that as you said you have to test it really carefully to make sure you're not losing brand identity that's the thing, isn't it? And, and that's why it's, that's so important, that on basis to sort of test, learn, monitor, because that's the only way you'll really get it. Because I, I think you can see that you could start with an idea because human beings are very good at sort of going off into tangents and then, well, we're very good at tangents, obviously. All but, the time. But, Here we know. go. Meandering. <laughs> Meandering. This is the why. Uh, but people are very good at sort of going off and something sort of contorts itself and it becomes something else over a period of time, imp almost imperceptibly. Yeah. And eventually it, it, it it's something else. So that's why I think, I suppose, market research, um, working with your customers, working with external viewpoints to say, look, you, you seem to have lost your way. You seem to have developed, gone off into something else, which is quite a long yeah. way distance from what you were trying to achieve originally with your you know brand identity. And, and I, I think it's that sort of, um, I suppose like my example earlier on where, um, you know, you're producing something which is, um, you know, quite, quite sort of uh, factual, perhaps. I don't know whether I said this online or offline, but I was talking about, you know, the, producing a factual metric or something, which can end up being a bit too much about the content and less about the personality of the brand or the person who's posting it. And you can start to lose um, personality when perhaps you're going into too much detail, particularly, I guess, with like more complex products, for example, where you've got something where you're talking about this widget's got you know all these amazing bells and whistles and it can do all sorts i mean balancing that as well isn't it sort of uh, where does that sit well what sort of, again what sort of relationship are you trying to develop with the person who's going yep. to buy the widget you know what's yeah, important right. for them um because it may not be you know really personal and highly emotive and exciting it's no. more about it's very practical 
and that's exactly fine it's well. a nut it's a, it's a it's a nut and a washer it's you know it's very it's pressed steel and that's all it's not a color it's not anything do you have to give it a personality yeah is your tone of voice just it's a nut it's this size it does this buy it yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's the right tone of voice for this. You don't have to have it writing poetry and dancing the waltz every, <laughs> so every they, Friday. Do a little graphic video with this nut nut moving around. But then again, you might say yes. We're gonna we're gonna I know. stand out. We're gonna have a nuts that are dancing. You know these these metal nuts. Yeah, but it might be more about throughout. Then you could say, okay, this is quite dry, boring sort of stuff about. You know, you're gonna buy ten thousand of X widgets and six thousand of these nuts and everything. But the key thing is they're going to arrive with you on time. You order them and they will be twenty-four hour yeah. delivery wherever you are in the UK, custom service. Here's a picture of Brilliant. one of our representatives who's not a chat bot. It's real. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's around that that's where you invest your sort of that that's a tone of voice, all about service, high quality service, that's r- right. responsiveness and blah blah blah. Yeah. So it, it it can be there. So some people might be thinking, well, yeah, my stuff is rather boring, but it's like, well. There's a tone somewhere, and then there's got a bit. What one of the? Me- I suppose it's messaging as well, isn't it? It's what are the messages yeah. you're trying to represent? Um, but it's messaging and yeah. tone of voice are the same thing, effectively. I mean, they're really next to each other. They're kind of so close that they're almost one thing. Yeah, ex- exactly. Well, that's the end of part one of our discussion about tone of voice here on Marketing Meanders. And if you have any questions you'd like to ask, you can contact us at meanderspod at gmail.com. That's meanderspod, all one word, at gmail.com. And we look forward to carrying on the conversation next time. Bye for now.